This is episode 13 of the Creative Spirits podcast. Today's guest is Nicole McDaniel, who is an artist based in Orange County, California, and she has a diverse artistic vision and style, and today we are going to explore the inspiration behind her art and her journey as an artist. So please stay tuned. You are listening to the Creative Spirits Podcast. I'm your host, Cheryl Benji. I'm an artist, art educator, and creative coach. I'm here to share my journey as an artist with you. I share insights, helpful books, quotes, and ideas to become a better artist or creative person. I also interview other artists and share their story and inspiring journey with you. So please stay tuned for a beautiful, magical episode. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Cheryl. Thank you for being on my podcast. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and it's your first podcast. That's so cool. It is. <laughs> oh, so, you're, getting, you're getting me out of my shell and comfort zone. So let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. That's what it's all about. Um, so first, I want to get into how we first met, which was at MASH Gallery. And yeah. I actually wasn't going to go that night. And I'm so happy I did because Brooke introduced me to you. And I knew from the moment I met you that I wanted to be friends with you. There was something about you I just really loved. And I was thinking in my head, yeah, I want to be friends with her. And and it happened. <laughs> I, I agree. Like, I got to meet you and Bob. And uh, yeah, that was such a fun night. It was... Um... Before, like I feel like it was a few months before COVID happened and I went out yeah. with Brooke uh, Harker who we both know and love um, yeah. and we were just out exploring galleries and going to openings and just networking and getting to see art in person and it was so much fun and I don't do that often enough but we were going to start doing it regularly and then you know <laughs> a few months later everything shuts down but so many great things came of that night I got to meet you um and a few other artists too who um I think she had messaged about you know we were just going out and exploring and uh I don't know it's such a great community of artists so um yeah but that was how we met <laughs> so yeah yeah I love uh, and I felt that connection me. too with you <laughs> yeah yeah and I always love meeting um artists and getting to know them and that's why I'm doing this and to get to know you better. So I am going to go into the first question, which um, is how were you introduced to creativity growing up and who in your family was creative? So in my past bios, I've talked about my grandfathers and how one of them was a carpenter and you know he did a lot of working with his hands and, and I grew up seeing that. He had like, um, his workshop in the basement and it was always my my mom's dad had his workshop in the basement and he would like go down there sometimes when we were over and I always thought it was so cool that he was like down in his workshop <laughs> and uh we would see all of these fun creations and then later in college you know when I was older um and I was taking like a foundations to 
uh, class, I would come home from college and be like, hey, can you help me with this project? Or I just come up with this random um, thing where at one point I had wanted to create my own solo show and I needed like 30 floating frames <laughs> and wow. he helped me over spring break come up with 30 floating frames. Um, so just amazing. things like that with him. And then my dad's dad um, made windmills. So his yard was, uh, he had several like really intricate windmills that would move around and they were always fun. Um, so both of my grandfathers uh, made things out of wood. But one thing that I don't often mention is my mom and my aunt used to do craft shows. So oh. I grew up with my mom sitting, I mean, she says she's not a painter and, and she doesn't mm-hmm. paint. She's not, I don't, I don't think she's ever painted it or maybe she has painted a canvas. Maybe I don't know that, but she was, you know, doing all of these fun little uh, crafts and stuff when I was younger. And I remember like going to the craft shows and helping. And um, I remember them doing several at schools and then the popcorn festival in Valparaiso, Indiana. Um, So I I was definitely around creativity. Um, I think another outlet for me when I was growing up was, was Girl Scouts. Um, Mm -hmm. I was actually a Girl Scout through my senior year of high school. Wow. Um, I didn't know that about you. (laughs) So cute. But I just remember doing fun, creative projects um, there as well as, you know, art in school. Um, and reflecting back, another um, creative inspiration was, uh, I grew up an hour outside Chicago, Northwest Indiana, and my mom and I, we would go to the Chicago Art Institute, um, maybe once a year, maybe it was every other year. I just have such fond memories. I don't know like what the frequency uh, how frequently we went. Um, but that was, I, I still think that's one of the best museums I've ever been to. Uh, seeing Renoir's color and Degas ballerinas when I was a oh little girl, gosh. like of course ballerinas, yes. right? Yeah, um, the best. Yeah. And then uh, Surratt's A Sunday Afternoon. I, I specifically remember that painting because I think at the time it was um, at the top of the staircase. So like you go up and it's almost this 10 foot painting. Um, And I just remember being in awe by the size and the detail of that. Um, So I feel like being from a small town in Indiana, I didn't have a lot of like art galleries or that type of inspiration. I wasn't exposed to it as much, but I was really grateful that my mom took me to the museum. Um, so yeah, so lots of creativity, but not like fine art inspiration when I was little, except for the museum. Right. Um, and I always talk about like how growing up, how important it is for, to be surrounded by that or for Mm -hmm. parents to really cultivate that and their kids to show them and, um, and creativity comes in so many different forms. So it's, it's nice to see how much, how many different forms you were surrounded by and uh, how yeah. that shaped you. Um, so when did you know you wanted to be an artist? I feel like, honestly, it kind of happened by accident. Um, 
like I was always creative, um, maybe not necessarily painting, but just all outlets. Um, so in, when I applied for college, I actually applied as a music major and an art major. <laughs> wow. Um, I didn't get into the music program at Ball State, but I got into the art program and I actually got a small scholarship. Um, and at the time, I was thinking more family oriented, right? So I, mm -hmm. my degree was going to be art. My emphasis was going to be graphic design. And then I chose a minor in business marketing. So that way, when I had a family, I could maybe do freelance graphic design work and, and still work from home or work at an advertising agency, agency in Chicago. Like that was my big like dream. And um, I just thought that would be really fun. So then I ended up in California. <laughs> yeah. And I was, uh, yeah, life just <laughs> kind of took uh, <clears throat> a weird turn after college. Um, but I think in college, I was exposed to so many different outlets of art. That's, that's kind of what I got out of college, was right. exposure to <clears throat> ceramics, drawing, painting, um, along with the graphic design. Um, so I don't know <clears throat> when exactly I wanted to, like, that transition happened maybe it was when I moved to California and I started <clears throat> getting exposed to all of the galleries yeah. and more artists and that oh this is this is something that I could actually do is, is be a fine artist not just a graphic designer but graphic designers are artists too so um just take a different route art wise so yeah. I think it's well, just you... kind of evolved yeah. Well, well, and you went into like a big artist community, Laguna Beach. So I'm sure that like, how has that inspired you? Yeah, it has definitely inspired me. Um, yeah, I live in Orange County. I'm 15 minutes away from Laguna Beach. I think there's over like 60 art galleries here. There's three summer festivals. Um, it's just amazing the amount of art um, that's in one community. I remember when I came out here, I moved here. I actually visited the beach on a, like a first Thursday, uh, which I regularly do now at, um, Lou Martin galleries. Um, but just seeing like people celebrating art and going to visit galleries and seeing the art in person. And, you know, it, it wasn't, um, art at a museum where you have to be quiet and kind of not I don't know and I feel like sometimes in museums it's it's not I don't know how to describe it <laughs> maybe it's more not, like uptight and you can't yeah. socialize as much it's more of a social event when you go to what I've noticed when I met yeah. uh, met up with you for the art nights um yeah and just being like there are a lot of artists that are at each gallery so getting to meet each artist um there's something 
fun about that and getting to see like their meaning, talking to them, getting to see how they do things, why they do things, um, their process. Getting, so getting it's just, it, yeah, it was just more of a connection. Um, going, going to art walk, which, which I highly recommend doing <laughs> to anyone yes. uh, near, yes. near Laguna or any of um, the towns that have multiple galleries that put on art walks. Um, it's, it's a great experience. Um, I loved it. I loved each one I went to. It really is a great experience. And, and yeah, yeah. And when you go to a museum, I mean, <laughs> most artists are dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you only get to see this object that they left behind. And, but when you go to these galleries, then you get to meet the artists and get to know who they are and support them. And yeah, um, yeah. so that's, that's I, I, beautiful. <laughs> I also think um, coming from the Midwest, as far as inspiration, like my art was, or my inspiration was more simple. Um, mm -hmm. So it was, you know, a beautiful sunset, the clouds, the horizon line, a single tree in, um, a field, the outline of that, um, the frost on maybe the fall leaves, the colors of a single leaf. Um, and then when I got out here, there were rolling hills and there was just more to um, topography just to get inspired from. I have the ocean and the waves, um, the beaches. Um. So I also feel like I'm pulling the simplicity or the focus of simplicity that I got from living in the Midwest. And I'm bringing that to this um, big dynamic uh, area and I'm taking from that. Oh, I love my that. art now. So I also feel like my art has changed just from yeah. living here. Wow, that's amazing. Um, so I love your cloud pieces. They are just so lovely and light <laughs> and airy and uh, full of inspiration. What is the meaning behind uh, your cloud pieces? So, yeah, what, what do the airplanes, <laughs> the airplanes on the side, like what do they represent? <laughs> so, my cloud pieces, um, they actually, my first cloud piece started as a submission for a mural. So, there was um, someone had sent me a mural submission in Newport and one of the buildings that the submission was for um, was something that kind of had a negative energy or a negative event that had happened there and I wanted to transform that energy um, for me personally into something that would be positive and beautiful and and just transform that so I was trying to think of what that would be for me what what is something that reflects like pure happiness? And I came up with clouds. I've always like loved clouds. Um, when I was little, I would like rake the leaves in the fall and just like lay in the pile of leaves and like look up Aww. at the clouds. I was like that kid. Um, <laughs> so I ended up creating a painting for the submission. And at the time, I really wasn't hand painting. I was doing mostly just straight stencil work where I was maybe painting in a little bit of details. So this was one of my first like straight 
professional paintings. No stencil, I'll paint or hand brush mm -hmm. paint. Um, and while I was in the middle of painting this, you know, I was posting pictures on social media and I actually had a friend of mine message me in the middle of it and was like, is this painting sold yet? Does it have a home? If, if so, I'm interested in it. So I sold it before I was finished with it. So I was like, yeah, okay, there's something amazing. with the energy that I'm putting out. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was my first cloud piece. Um, and I just feel like there's so much emotion uh, in the sky and in clouds, whether it's like a bright blue sky with big puffy clouds or like a gray moody sky, kind of like right now we're recording this and it's raining outside. So yes. it's kind of, you know, dark. Um, I actually would love to kind of transition um, and test out the energy of doing some storm clouds and just mm. doing something really dramatic. Um, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, but most, most of mine are very happy and light. Um, I did a solo show at GABA Gallery uh, two years ago and I just loved the, the color palette that I chose. And uh, I was in love at the time. I was I uh, engaged. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so those pieces um, represent that time in my life. They're just full of love and, and happiness and hope. Um, and I was doing these skywriting pieces that I like to do. My airplanes, I was kind of reflecting on the airplanes and what they mean. So the airplanes on, most of the pieces are on the side of the canvas, kind of like a little peekaboo surprise, um, which I love because I paint the, the sides of my canvases, most of them. Um, that too. Yeah. It's so, so cute. Yeah. Thank you. So when I was reflecting, I, I think that I'm in the plane or whoever wants to relay the message of the skywriting could be in the plane or if you know if someone's gifting a skywriting piece that says love and they they give it to someone um they could be that person in that plane they're relaying that message or putting that message out there so um that's kind of what i think the plane represents so i, I just think it's that. fun it <laughs> is and it's just um so lighthearted and inspiring and I remember them very well during like when we were in quarantine and you were doing the Saturday Night Live art shows and you would share them it would just give me such a hopeful happy feeling and I remember as a kid myself I was also the one who would look up at the clouds <laughs> especially when I, when I was in the car and you know we didn't have like all the stuff the kids have today where <laughs> they're looking yep. at their technology I we actually looked outside <laughs> yep 100% <laughs> I would I would look up at the clouds and use my imagination and you know look at them and think oh that looks like I don't know a bear oh right now that looks like a mermaid oh that you know like they would just mm -hmm. transform into so many different things for me and I just love that I love and I still do it if I see like beautiful clouds in the sky I still look at them and I'm like oh this looks so like I just want to jump in that right now and <laughs> so when I saw yours it reminded me of my childhood and just those happy moments so yeah it's a great series you have thank you yeah I, I every once in a while I'm kind of like oh I need to paint some cloud paintings <laughs> I feel like we do things 
in, in spurts or, you know, series. And, you know, I may have yeah. to go back to those soon, <laughs> just, just yeah. for that energy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so how did you get into the detailed stencil work you do? And how long does a large stencil piece typically take you to create? I'm in awe of those, by the way. Right? <laughs> I was like, oh my, because I, it's not in, like, it's not my thing to do something like that. And I see, like, I understand how much time and detail it takes and patience. So, yeah, that's I know, amazing. Sometimes, uh, yeah, sometimes I don't understand why I, I do <laughs> But actually in college, I did my first stencil project and it was just uh -huh. like a simple, like, stencil I think we were doing portraits at the time in my graphic design uh class uh Terry was the teacher and um I loved old old Hollywood at the time of course like most people but mm -hmm. um I did Marilyn Monroe's my first stencil ever <laughs> um no way I know and I just love the glamour of course I feel like that's typical pop art but that's that's what I loved like yeah. growing up in the Midwest it was kind of like I was in awe of Hollywood and now, now I'm here and I'm still like, oh, it's Hollywood. <laughs> but you know, it still has that glamor though, especially like old yeah. Hollywood. Um, but yeah, I was kind of hooked from there and I was doing like little poster portraits that I would sell in college. <laughs> so funny to friends. Um, and then when I got out to California, I started being inspired by the ocean and piers. So that was mm. my first series was uh, I would go to the different coastal cities and I would take photos and I would do pier stencils. Um, mm -hmm. My first one was San Clemente actually. And then I started pushing it further and further and further. <laughs> and I wanted to see like how detailed I could get. I think it's so fun to, to challenge yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and see how far you can push something. I also do that with, with different mediums too. I like combining mediums and see how far I can push the mediums together. Yeah, um, yeah some of the stencils that I've done um, when I started really pushing myself, um, I've done the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, I've, I've seen that uh, in person, yeah. which is in person, it's just something else. You're like, oh my goodness, how did you? And then you also put resin on that large piece. <laughs> And yeah, I work I, with resin. I but I don't smaller. know. <laughs> <laughs> I've ruined a lot of pieces with resin. I have a loving uh -huh. relationship with resin. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, and it's so heavy. Like if you add a couple layers to it. Um, what else have I done? I've done the Brooklyn Bridge. I've done the yeah. Bay Bridge. Um, yeah. I've done mm -hmm. Navy Pier with the silhouette of Chicago in the background, where I'm like cutting out the Ferris wheel. <laughs> I did the same with Santa Monica Pier. I cut out the Ferris wheel. Um, and then I was cutting out the detail of the water <laughs> where I could have just painted that. I think if I was to do the pier series again, I wouldn't necessarily cut out the detail of the water, um, which is really hard and, and time yeah. consuming. Um, yeah. Some of the stencils actually have taken me up to like 60, 70 hours just, just wow. cutting out the the stencil. Uh, I actually bought a magnifying glass with LED lights <laughs> um, to sit there and, and help me cut. Um, I haven't been doing as much of the detailed 
stenciling lately, but uh, I still love those pieces. And every, well, actually I take that back because I started doing gold leaf trees. So those love. are some of, thank you. Those are some of the most detailed pieces actually. And the, and the most time consuming because I'm cutting out all of the branches. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, there's just, depending on the type of tree, especially, um, and the time of year that I'm cutting it out, uh, there's just a lot of, um, cutting <laughs> a lot of detail, but the time-lapse every once in a while, I'll do time-lapse videos of me stenciling. And those are always fun to, to look at, um, just seeing my little hand go <laughs> yeah. and the piece yeah. kind of coming to life. I, yeah, I, I've watched your time lapse too, and it's always it's fun to see you do that and uh, see your process. Um, so you know, I love creating portraits, and I have my own reason behind it. Um, what is yours? And I know your most recent one was of Betty White, which was just a tribute to her, which was so so beautiful. Um, and what was the most touching portrait piece that you have created? So, um, my portrait pieces, like I said, started back in college and I think that kind of started with like Andy Warhol and the pop art and, and the love of, uh, that particular style. And since then it's, it's evolved into the ones that I've been doing lately, which, um, some of them are, I call vintage modern, but they are stencil hand painting some of them have texture in them so they've definitely evolved from uh, when I first started doing uh, portraits gosh probably like 18 years ago but the most um, touching portrait I have done uh, I actually painted last year and I had a, a friend reach out who had um, his cousin's daughter had passed away I believe um, and her name was Kennedy and she was 18 and she passed away in an accident. Mm -hmm. And he contacted me that, I believe like that week um, when it had happened. And he asked if I could paint a portrait of her that he wanted to give to the family. And immediately I said, yes. Um, not really letting it sink in about what I was about to paint or what I was about to do. Um, and he sent me these beautiful photos of her and you could just see her spirit and energy in them. And uh, he had told me a little bit about her and, and what she was drawn to. I just, I just wanted to know more about her and I wanted to think about her and put her into this piece. So she, he, had, I know, he had told me that she had loved the beach and the ocean and that was one of her favorite places. So. Uh, she was actually, um, I believe she lived in Nebraska or Oklahoma. I'd have to look, but um, I am right here next to the ocean. So it just made sense to me to go to the ocean and incorporate that into the piece. So mm -hmm. I know. So before I started the piece, I was there, I said prayers for her. I said prayers for her family and friends. Um, I kind of asked her to help me with this piece and, and to get through it. And then I collected sand that moment and I let it dry. And um, I ended up putting some of that sand into the piece. 
Um, mm-hmm. I have goosebumps. <laughs> I know. Just so, and I mean, I, I know I've, I saw you presented on Saturday Night Live art shows and you had her piece um, on an easel by the beach and it was, and you didn't say anything. You, the, you just let the peace and the energy behind it and her energy just talk. And it were really, I, I had the same goosebumps I, I have now. And it was really touching and beautiful. You really captured her essence, her spirit, her beauty, everything, her personality. Like you felt like you knew her and that's the beauty of art and what the artist can, can do you know, the energy that we can transform onto canvas. It's really awe-inspiring. You did amazing with that one, really. Thank you. I yeah. think, um, yeah, I, I think how you, I feel like art isn't just a, a painting, right? There's an mm-hmm. art to a lot of, to everything that we do. Um, so I definitely, thought about how I was going to present the piece um and yeah I, I actually had filmed that at sunrise um mm-hmm. when I did that post where I had just it yeah like you said it wasn't me talking it was just the sound of the waves um and I had filmed it at sunrise because I wanted that to represent her rebirth her next chapter um mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I, yeah, I put a lot of thought into that. So yeah, I could tell that was that was probably the most emotional um, piece that I've created so far. So I believe that. yeah, and uh, I've messaged with her mom a little bit back and forth, um, and I don't think they realize like how much doing that piece meant to me as well because that was also letting me connect with her family and her daughter and um yeah it's it's just it really is a special connection after I I completed that piece I I needed a week actually to kind of decompress because I put Mm -hmm. so much emotion and energy into it I was actually Mm -hmm. sad to let that piece go because I I could feel the energy of her in in that piece and in the room so um, but I'm, I'm happy she's, uh, with her mom, um, the pieces at least. And, uh, I know, I know she's with her family and friends. So yeah, yeah. So that was, that was the most emotional piece that, uh, as an artist, um, those moments make you understand what you're doing and, and yeah. that it has meaning. Yeah, so. absolutely. That you're on the right path. Mm-hmm. Um, so did you have any fears in becoming a professional artist? And if so, how did you overcome them? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like you're putting yourself out there and, um, it isn't easy. You're, you're, you're being judged, right? In, in some ways. Um, I think at a certain point you have to realize that your art may not connect with everyone and that's Mm -hmm. okay. And the people that do connect to your art, those are the people that you're doing it for. Um, So, yeah, as as an artist, uh, yeah, I think you you just, 
kind of get tough skin after a little while and, and you get used to, um, or maybe you get a little more comfortable with, with putting yourself out there. Um, Cause it's, it's, I don't feel like it's ever easy necessarily. Maybe you just get yeah. used to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I feel like um, also doing Saturday night live art shows, which I talked about in the podcast mm-hmm. I did with Brooke Harker uh, made a difference. I know for me with speaking and, and and made it easier to do like this podcast, for example, and how I choose my words and what I say and having the more confidence and talking about my work. So, you know, how did that make a difference in your life doing Saturday night live art shows? I completely agree. Um, yeah, I remember doing my first video when when Brooke first posted and she was like asking friends to do it or fellow artists and I was like I'm gonna support Brooke I'm gonna do this and <laughs> and Ben was gonna record me and I was like I got dressed up I was like all ready to do it I had my piece hung and I was like sitting there shaking and I was <laughs> like what's wrong with you <laughs> so I had to I remember we recorded I don't think I did it live the first time. I think I rec- pre-recorded it. Okay. Um, I have done it live, but generally I do pre-record. Um, oh. But I had done like three takes and I was like shaking the whole time. Um, <laughs> and it's so funny. I, I remember when it came um, back up and you know i rewatched i'm like oh wow like i've come a long way since yeah, then right? since my first video and yeah. now i'm just like oh what am i going to post this saturday and what am i going to talk about and um yeah it's made it made a big difference i probably would not be uh, on your podcast if it wasn't uh, for me posting a video and talking about my art and myself you know every saturday <laughs> um, right it's, it's like yeah. building a muscle and just uh-huh. just keep doing it over and over again until you overcome that fear. Mm-hmm. And I remember my first one too, I was shaking like a leaf and, you know, my daughter was watching it with me like <laughs> a, a year after, like it was our one year anniversary of doing the show. And we looked at it and she's like, oh my gosh, mommy, it looks like there's an earthquake or something. <laughs> like, I know, I couldn't keep my hands still. I was so nervous. <laughs> yeah, and that was a live. I didn't pre-record. And sometimes I do pre-record now, um, yeah. every now and then. But like the lives are just, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, oh gosh, who's going to come on right now? <laughs> oh my gosh. It, or that they leave in the middle and you're like, did I say something wrong? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that a lot of times when I was doing live or I'm watching someone live, I'm just probably doing something. Then I'm like, Oh, I can't watch this. I'll have to come back to it. And then I leave. So don't ever think that. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. Yeah. yeah, Someone might call you or I don't know. Like those are the things that come in your mind when you're in fear is like all the negative, you know, stuff like, oh my gosh, like, what are they thinking? Or um, are they bored? Or But it's putting all that aside and just doing your thing. And it just doesn't matter. Like, just do your thing. Yeah. And whoever needs to hear it will hear it and be inspired by it. And, um, and just for yourself, just to help you boost your self-confidence and 
you know, learning how to talk and build that muscle. I think also um, I try to be a perfectionist and it has taught me, <laughs> yeah. don't be a perfectionist, just do it. I know Brooks talked about that before too. Uh, yeah. You don't have to be perfect. Um, no, and I've been don't. trying to implement that in different parts of my life, you know, just get it out there, just do it. Um, yeah. I, I think a lot of times that goes back to, you know, being a professional artist. Sometimes I haven't done things um, because it's not perfect. Sometimes mm-hmm. you, it's not going to be perfect and you just have to put it out there. Yeah. So. And then you eventually <laughs> get to the place where it is better and not hundred percent perfect, but you're getting there. And, yeah. Uh, that's, that's what matters. So the biggest way Saturday Night Live art shows actually impacted um, my life besides the general, you know, getting past some fear and um, being able to talk in front of people or talk about my art more, which was so important, was actually the, the friendships um, that I made from Saturday Night Live art shows. I mean, I know you and I and Brooke and Joan Marie, we would all um, talk all the time on Marco Polo. And while COVID was going on, that was probably one of the things that got me through. (laughs) Like, yes, I mentally, yeah, emotionally. um, I remember when my wedding got postponed, like, you guys were some of the first, you know, you guys were probably the first people that um, I talked to. And I just remember like crying on the phone, but um, just that connection with you guys um, was probably the biggest um, thing that I got out of Saturday Night Live art shows. And then, you know, meeting Michelle and Beth, um, just people from all over the world and connecting with artists, whether it was in person or through their videos and just um, seeing what they're doing and what they're going through during that time, um, I found so interesting um, just seeing their art and and, um, how they were dealing with life during that period. Yeah, and to also meet Michelle, who came from Boston, and Beth, who came all the way from Israel, that was just really beautiful to meet these artists that you see on video all the time and meet them in person it was very special yes and then I know um you've interviewed Michelle and I totally agreed with you talking about well both of you had spoke about seeing the artwork in person and I loved her portrait of uh Shia and Buddy um it was just amazing seeing that in person um, right. on top There's of a different, meeting her different feel different energy yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so what are your some of your words of wisdom you have for all the creative spirits out there um I think going back to um just putting it out there um not everyone is going to connect with your work but the ones that do or, you know that's what you're doing it for or you could just do it for yourself um also enjoy the journey and Mm -hmm. and celebrate the little achievements along the way as you accomplish your goals um I think sometimes we're like oh we're not there yet oh we haven't achieved this but 
there are all of these little achievements along the way um, that, that should be celebrated. Um, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Like this is a win to celebrate for you today. You yeah. <laughs> did your first podcast and you did amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're celebrating that. We, and, we are. We are going to uh -huh. celebrate that. <laughs> yeah. And so, okay, well, where can people find your work? Um, well, I do think it's important to see work in person. So yes. Uh, you can see my work at Lou Martin Galleries in Laguna Beach. You can also see it at Artspace Warehouse in Los Angeles. Um, you can follow me on my Instagram and Facebook page. My Instagram is artist Nicole McDaniel. And then I do update uh, my website all the time. And that's NicoleMcDaniel.com. So, um, yeah. Mm. I, and I also love our, our Saturday Night Live videos. I think the videos are great because you get to see just a picture of a piece of art but um the sides of it the size of it um it gives you uh more of an idea of what it looks like in person i still think it's best to see it in person but um it gives you at least a better visual um so you can view the videos on uh, my instagram and facebook and also our saturday night live art shows facebook um yes so and yeah. um, all if those you're places. an artist if you're an artist, join Saturday Night Live art shows. It's great. And yes. um, yeah, and it's great to watch and uh, listen to the artists and the meaning behind their pieces uh, and what it represents. So it's, it's a really great platform. Um, I agree. Well, Get out of you. your comfort zone. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Get out of there and yeah. conquer your fear. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for joining me I love having you as a friend you are so dear to me and um, I love seeing your work every week and uh, seeing it in person and feeling your energy through your work and um, it really they really represent who you are as a person and um, it's an honor uh, getting to know you these past couple of years. And um, yeah, thank you for being a part of this. It means a lot to me. Well, I'm so proud that you're doing this. And I've just loved uh, watching you evolve uh, and joining you on this journey. So, um, and that you're my friend. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Too many more years of creativity yes, absolutely. Thank you for joining me in today's episode of the Creative Spirits Podcast. I always enjoy having you here. And if you want to get to know me better, you could go to www.cherylbenji.com or you could follow me on Instagram at cherylbenji underscore art. I would love to see you there. And you can also join my creative spirits group on facebook and <laughs> please share this episode with anyone who you think might feel inspired by it please follow and leave a comment below it would really be so special to me 
and it would make my day. So I hope you have a magical, creative, inspiring day. Until next time.